Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have with me Caleb, Julie, and River Shukla from up in the Midland, Michigan area. They're part of Dr. Mark T. Barclay's church. We're up here for a conference, and one of my great blessings in life is good Christian friends. So I'm so thankful to have you all here today, and we're just going to get started, Julie, with day two. Okay, well, praise the Lord. Have you ever faced a situation in life that was bigger than you? And you look at it and you go, I, I absolutely don't know how I'm going to walk out the circumstances that I'm facing. Well, I was there, you know, with this brand new boy, Rivers, my son. And one of the greatest gifts I received was having a privilege of going to church and watching people serve God because they taught me how. I think that sometimes we don't put enough emphasis, enough conversation, enough value on the opportunity to watch other people fight the battles of life and win the battles of life and how did they win and how do you trust in a God that you don't see and believe that he will do everything that the Bible says that he will do when it's a book. The greatest thing that I learned is that when you watch other people fight the battles of life, then by trusting in God, serving in God, making the word of God life in their life, then it's like, if they can do it, I can do it. So that's how I started to live my life. and. You know, one of the things that happened to me is every six weeks or so, they would make another appointment for Rivers, and they would be—they were studying him, and and in this large university here in Michigan. And the more that they observed Rivers and studied him, the more complications they discovered that he had, and so. I needed a whole lot of faith, and faith was new to me, and so I just kept saying, God, I am willing if you will teach me, and so I started to learn. River's face was so distorted that they were not able to fix it in Michigan, and so we found a place at a craniofacial hospital in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They told me that it would take 16 surgeries to fix his face. It actually took 17 surgeries. And so we went to Tennessee for six weeks. We would come home for six weeks. We would go back for six weeks. All of that time, I was raising you know, Rivers, and he has a younger brother, a year and a half younger than him. And so I was home six weeks, then gone six weeks. And every time that I left, I was... I had a daycare that was the only income that the boys and I had, and I was single. That was another thing that I went through was, you know, I, I was married and then divorced. And if you've ever been divorced while you're going to church, you know, with the same church family and everything, that's very complicated. But God is big enough, and your church should be big enough when it's one of those domestic violent relationships that there's no winning. And you, the only way out is a divorce. That's the circumstance that I was in. And and I would put a challenge out there to anyone that is in a circumstance like that if that God is big enough. And and churches 
should be big enough. And, and even though it's not ideal, sometimes it's ha- it happens. And so I was a single parent. I ha- had a daycare. And, you know, we are facing all these surgeries that Rivers has to go to out of state. And 17 times I took Rivers to Tennessee. He had a surgery. We would come back home. And the doctors in Chattanooga, Tennessee, they reconstructed Rivers' face. Um, they put jaw bones in. They took his rib and out and um, put a jaw in. They created the whole side of his face. He had no ear lobe or anything. And so it's a, it was a miraculous process to see what they did for him. And, and, you know, he still has the results of it today. And, and I'm very proud and very grateful to God that he looks, he looks amazing. And so through that whole process, Though it was like there was challenges after challenges, and right in the middle of all of it, you know, I'll give you one quick example. We were just got home from Chattanooga. My youngest son would not speak to me, Raymond. Um, we were home on a Friday, Saturday, he wouldn't talk to me. Sunday afternoon, I picked him up, I put him on my lap, and I said, Raymond. Mama's going to be home for six weeks. I'm not leaving you. And I will do everything I can do when I have to leave to take you with me. And so Ray started calling me Mama again. He started talking to me that day. We had a wonderful day. That night we went to bed. I had to sleep with River's head in my hands. I woke up in the night, and River's bandages were bleeding he he was wrapped up like a mummy and you know like all this white cloth around his head and and I got up I called the neighbor lady she came over I had daycare kids 24 hours a day and so just you know trying to make enough money that's just what we did and so I ran rivers to Midland Hospital and they flew us back out to Tennessee and I knew that my son Raymond was going to wake up in the morning without me there after I had just promised him that I would be there. And so, you know, I'm sitting on the airplane and, you know, they had delayed the airplane for a medical emergency. We got on the airplane and everyone was angry. The hospital had forgotten to sedate Rivers, so he screamed the entire way. I cried the entire way, you know, like black mascara. I looked like an owl. It was like a really cool look, but please don't try it. (laughs) So... We got to Chattanooga and, you know, instantly Rivers went into surgery and a couple days later, they this man from Living Word International Church here in Midland, Michigan, walked into the hospital room with Raymond. And it was absolutely beautiful because during that flight, God told me, he said, I will always have my hand on Ray, always. And I can't even tell you how many times I remind God, <laughs> you know, that he always have his hand on my son. And it's never easy for siblings of special needs people. Ray would tell you that we never had a holiday that wasn't disastrous and that we didn't end up in the emergency room with Rivers for something. And that's probably true. But God was so faithful and, you know, we just constantly walked in faith and watched God move miraculously on Rivers' behalf. One time Rivers 
he went in for surgery. They thought it was going to be like nine hour surgery. It ended up being forever. They came out in the middle of the surgery, told me that he was not doing well. His heart had stopped. I called Dr. Barkley and the next morning, you know, Rivers finally came out of surgery and things. But the next morning, Dr. Barkley and his wife come walking down the hallway. I had no idea that they were coming and they were there. It was one of those blessings that it's amazing what God will do for us when we look at life like knowing that he's there, trusting that he's there, that he will do what he says he's going to do and that he will be who he said he was going to be. And when you look at life and go, everything I need, the answer to every question is Jesus Christ and God Almighty, and you just walk through life that way. And so I, I would like to pray over all of you that hear this, that you will learn to trust in a God that you cannot see, but that you can feel and know that he's real. Heavenly Father, I thank you that everyone listening to this show today will have the presence of Jesus Christ, the peace of Jesus Christ. Fill them. I pray that they will feel you, Lord Jesus, from the top of their heads and soles of their feet, that they will just feel the love that you have for us, that you want to take care of us, that you are big enough, God, that there is no limit to what you can do. You're a God of impossibilities. You're a God that when the obstacles of life are greater than us, you just stand beside us. You walk through you give us strength you give us hope you give us answers father god i thank you so much that every person that cries out to you you answer them that's who you are that's what you do father i just thank you for every person that cries out to you that they will feel you they will hear you they will know you they will find a bible and they will read it and they will see the love of jesus christ thank you father thank you father they will have enough faith to try you because you are worth it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Julie, how will they contact you? They will contact me by going to our website, riversofmiracles.com. And there's a book there. I wrote a book about rivers, and they can order that book. Um, also, I will give you my phone number. It's 989 708 9853. Well, we're going to continue tomorrow. It's been such a blessing having you all here today. And folks, if you would like to contact our ministry, you can do so at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.